Welcome to a special edition of StarCast for Sunday, 16th July, 2023. My name is Eric Francis Compolino, host of Planet Waves FM on Pacifica Radio and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope, here with a special edition of StarCast uh, dedicated to a quick look at the chart of the arrest of Rex Hoyerman in Manhattan on Thursday afternoon. Those of you in the New York area are no doubt aware of this. Uh, that police claim that they have arrested a major serial killer who's been working Long Island, in particular uh, an area of Suffolk County, a remote area of Suffolk County, uh, since 2009. Uh, I'm doing this in audio just to fill a couple of blanks in and give you a sense of my feeling about the charts since it doesn't always come through, well, even the whole exercise of reading them. Uh, since it doesn't necessarily come through in writing, and just to say hello, and by the way, thank you to all the people who have signed up for Planet Waves based on uh, the most recent editions, uh, the 1950s reading and then last Thursday's edition. Uh, the more subscriptions I get, the more astrology I will do. So uh, keep those cards and letters coming and uh, add your comments in the comment, comment field below. So most of the astrology practiced that I practice at Planet Waves is mundane astrology. If you haven't noticed, in, in, in recent years, I have uh, shied away from charts of news personalities. Uh, I think the last time I uh, looked at charts of presidential candidates was 2016, uh, when I kind of felt like I had no choice but to at least put the charts of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, both of which I believe are timed charts, so uh, that 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 always helps. But I prefer to stay off the level of the human ego whenever possible, and uh, and also th- there are issues with the timing of these charts of of news personalities. There's no more Lois Rodden. Uh, contacting uh, everyone to find out when they were born or coordinating other astrologers. So even in this uh, age of uh, information overload and abundance and all of that, it's getting very hard to find the charts of newsmakers. However, uh, they, are, they are often not, those times and dates even are not always available. And that is currently the case of Foreman I mean, Hoyerman. We'll probably never know what time he was born unless uh, someone's able to get to him, which is uh, highly improbable. And, uh, and how, however, however, and this is one reason why I like mundane astrology, is we do have a timed chart of the arrest. Thank you, Cindy, for, uh, for, for digging out this, uh, this time. Cindy represents a very large portion of my astrology brain and my news brain, and uh, we love doing this. So, um, so she found the time of the arrest. It was not easy to find. I read the New York papers uh, on, on Saturday uh, when this finally came out, looking for uh, for it and saw no reference to the time uh, in anywhere in the New York Times coverage or the New York Post coverage. And I didn't see coverage in the Wall Street Journal. Okay, so the, the uh, time of the arrest was uh, 8.30 p.m. Uh, I thought it's an unusual time to arrest someone. They must have known he was in his office building and, and waited. It was a multi-agency arrest involving New York State Police, Suffolk County Police, and, um, and the FBI. I'm sure new NYPD uh, was involved in the task force as well. So kind of a big deal. Um, and then, uh, uh, then, then his house in... 
uh, I guess in um, Massapequa, right near Massapequa, was uh, was uh, raided and computers and cars and all that taken into uh, into custody as evidence. And uh, this is a crime that was solved largely based on DNA evidence, and um, or at least allegedly solved based on DNA evidence and also. Um, tracking of burner cell phones. So in case anybody's planning to commit a crime using burner cell phones, make sure that it is a petty crime so that no resources go into solving it because uh, now we are seeing they can uh, sting these burner phones as well. And including going back to the date and time of purchase, this is all according to press reports. Now let's talk about press reports for a second. Naturally, uh, over the past four years, I have come to doubt even more. I was right up to about 49%, but over the past four years have come to doubt anything that I read in the newspaper, including going to questioning whether it uh, actually even happened. Uh, I see no indication on the surface of things that anything that went, that anything that happened around this was a, a miss or false flag or did not happen approximately as we're being told now. Obviously, this is uh, if it is all true, which uh, I tell you, I'm assuming that it is. It, it's a multi-agency thing, and and you have like pretty high-up agencies involved, and it was a big deal, and obviously, um, is, is has now been punted into the political realm. Uh, but I'm I'm going to assume that this happened as we're being told it happened, and the questions that I have for the chart are: number one, did they arrest the right person? Because you need questions in, in astrology. You've got to bring a question to the oracle. So I'm bringing two related. Did they arrest the right person? And is there an accomplice or more than one accomplice? His wife's DNA was involved in the investigation because his hairs from his wife were found on the bodies. I think in two instances... Uh, and then they matched his hair found on the bodies to DNA taken off of a pizza crust because they've had this guy uh, under surveillance for a while. And so, so that when uh, he ate uh, he ate some pizza and threw the box in the trash, uh, FBI agents were able to uh, obtain that. And that's what we are being told. And there's um, I, I'm, I'm short on all the details of this crime. But there was a strange um, mass murder. Hold on a second. This is another one that I'm getting ready to do the chart of. This is far stranger than this uh, Rex Horyman situation. Uh, the Moscow-Idaho murders, um, and I, I've been kind of, um, well, anyway, uh, not that eager to go into the, not to, not eager to go into that situation, um, which, as I say, is um, producing far, far more questions than answers. It makes this seem kind of straightforward. I mean, in in a certain way, um, it it is assuming that we're, what we're being told is true. So, this is why the the chart becomes this uh, kind of reading the chart becomes this kind of a spiritual exercise in using things that are completely roundabout from the standpoint of law enforcement to verify the event. But the thing, and we know the we know when the event happened, and uh, and and so. Then we can start to pose questions for astrology. So, uh, again, the questions are, did they arrest the right person, and uh, are there accomplices? Now, 
uh, I've uh, given the chart in two formats. One is the usual format that I use without any extra extra planets added. I made no not, none of my usual annotations on this chart. I, I really haven't had time, but there's plenty of planets in there to look at. And then I've added in response to a query on the Mundane Astrologers Facebook group, which I have linked to. Please join that group if you're listening to this. So I have some company in that room. Uh, I've, I've made a simplified chart. The simplified chart <clears throat> includes uh, all the classical planets plus the modern planets, Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus, plus what I call the contemporary planets, Chiron and Eris, and nothing else. So no asteroids or extra centaurs uh, in the simplified chart. And I think that when doing mundane and horary, despite the fact that I like to read contemporary planets and modern planets, that is to say I, I'm capable of reading a hundred different things, trans-Neptunian points and asteroids and centaurs and Kuiper belt objects and all of that. I think that when you're doing a case like this, that it is, it is uh, very wise to stick with old school approaches <clears throat> and to not attempt to assign rulerships to modern planets uh, or, or to um, use anything but the classical planets of uh, Ptolemy. They're called the Ptolemaic planets, the seven lights in the sky, the visible planets, uh, in, in attempting to um, <clears throat> validate the chart. And, and all horary astrology properly starts with what is called the test of radicality. Then there's all kinds of rules uh, from old school astrology about using the planetary hour and all these uh, all these various things. Um, for uh, the test of radicality that I use is much simpler, and it is what about this chart describes the incident? What says that this is the chart for what it is? Does the shoe fit? approximately it's it's not whether it's not it's not about an outcome this is just a kind of a first go at saying can can we trust this chart do should we proceed and there are no strictures against judgment either in this chart so the first question is you know what makes this chart that seem like it might be the right chart then come the other questions did they arrest the right person are there more suspects at large two different questions and then in horary, there's a thing called strictures against judgment, which warn you to not read the chart. Now, this is more applicable when horary is used as a kind of a seemingly random time in divination. Knock on the door, the letter arrives, phone call rings, uh, something like that, uh, as opposed to the time of an actual timed event where you don't have the option to really throw the chart out. But nonetheless, I, I look at strictures again. I look for the two main strictures against judgment, uh, and they are the, the degree of the ascendant very late or very early. There's a six-degree warning zone, the last three degrees and the first three degrees of a sign, even though we can't change this chart, can't throw it out and try again. It only happens once. Um, and the chart is 2333 uh, Capricorn rising. Second stricture against judgment is, is Saturn in the seventh house. Saturn is not in the seventh house. Uh, so again, we proceed no matter what with a chart like chart for an arrest, but I still like to check the horary strictures against judgment. Also, a couple of more clues without uh, tipping my hand as to my opinion about this chart, which is uh, not 
uh, not fully formed. And we, we will learn a lot from reading this chart, promise. Uh, the way that you read, uh, well, house assignments are very important. I, I, I get into that. Uh, where, where do we find the killer? Where do we find the victims? Uh, so you look, uh, I've given some, you know, proposed houses to check. Ruler of the first, ruler of the twelfth, and, and uh, ruler of the seventh. Where do we find those? What condition are they in? And then with orary, it's uh, crucial to look at the story the moon tells as it moves through a sign. So the moon, and, the, and we're, we, we focus on the moon's movement in its current sign. Moon's not void, of course. That's another stricture against judgment. The moon is in play. It's at 858 Gemini. It is, uh, it is, it is good to read. Now, uh, the, the basic scenario is told by what are the moon's total, what is the story of its aspects in the new sign, that being the current sign, that being Gemini. So, for example, the moon enters Gemini and makes a square to Mars. Then the next thing the moon does is make a square to Saturn. See that Saturn is down in Pisces, the moon's up, the Mars is up in Virgo. So the moon recently passed through that opposition. It also made a sextile to Mercury. Uh, then it's going to proceed, and it will make. You don't count all the aspects for this. Um, it will make a. Well, it's going to make a bunch of sextiles to those things in the fire signs. It's going to. It's going to be sextile, just like it was sextile Mercury and Leo. It's going to be sextile Chiron. It'll be sextile Eris, and it'll be sextile Venus. The ca- the caution in the chart is that while it makes the sextile to Venus, it makes a square to Neptune. So when you see the moon making a square to Neptune, which it doesn't do in every chart, you've got to say, where are the assumptions here? What's wrong? What's the fog that's not clear? This looks on its face. It looks very cut and dried. It it is satisfying. I've read many of these New York Times stories. I was in New Jersey when John List was arrested. It was fabulous, especially as a journalist. It was like a mile away from my apartment and my, um, no, the office I was working in uh, on, um, uh, (laughs) I'll think of the address, Um, 313 South Avenue, Fanwood, New Jersey. Um, Okay, so that's basically what we're doing. And the the caution, again, this whole thing proceeds swimmingly. It looks great. But then we get to the end of the story of the moon. <clears throat> Sorry, it's early. And my voice is not warmed up. Um, we get to the end of the moon story in, in Gemini. As the moon moves through, right? Just proceed. It's kind of pseudo-progressions. And it ends its story with two aspects, Ptolemaic, a square to Neptune, and a sextile to Venus. Hmm, that's interesting. Right, one would seem very positive. One would seem like a hazy, foggy question mark. Finally, it it is optional, I think, depends on the astrologer, to read inconjuncts or quincunxes, 150-degree aspects in orary. I think it's reasonable. And under this scenario, it would not be read by Lily, for example, <clears throat> or at least not at first. 
Um, and most horary astrologers, the real <clears throat> hardcore ones, uh, want to use the oldest possible rules. I agree that's a wise policy, but just worth commenting, since Pluto is in this strange condition of being void of course, retrograde, anoretic, in the last degree of Capricorn, uh, from which we have not heard, <laughs> we have not heard the end of this yet. And I was going to do one of these uh, readings on July 4th for the July 4th chart, probably worth doing in a Planet Waves FM or a special edition of StarCast. The moon ends its journey through Gemini with a quincunx to Pluto. So what is that saying? What, what is that adjustment? What is that? What about that Gemini moon is being split? Does the, this seems like a long investigation, and it's the second task force put on the investigation. Only I read only 18 months ago, uh, they put a new, they put money into it, and they put people into it, and uh, they were determined to crack this, and they did using modern, they say they did, using modern investigative techniques. The question is, will this case hold together? What is that question of Moon, Square, Neptune? What is that adjustment of Moon, Quincunx, Pluto? So the posture here is you you stand apart from judgment. You, uh, you, you maintain your objectivity as much as possible. This is a very important exercise in astrology. It's called judicial astrology. And then as Lily said, you, you, you make the case on both sides. That's why it's judicial. Any good lawyer, there, to the extent such exists, can argue either side of the case. You have to, in the exercise of the law, learn how to argue either side of the case. I mean, what good are you if you can't think on your feet and be, be able to see the, 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 the dualism involved here? And the Gemini moon, got to admit, that's awfully dualistic. That's two of something. Okay, uh, Hope you uh, enjoy this. Uh, it's not, I know it's not for everyone to wake up on a Sunday. You're like, oh wow, mass murder. Thinking, should should I put this out on a Sunday? And then I I remembered the uh, the the George Orwell quote, which I'll read just because it's so beautiful. Really, one of the best writers ever in the English language. He wrote in, in an essay. It's Sunday afternoon. The wife is already asleep in the armchair, and the children have been sent out for a nice long walk. You put your feet up on the sofa, settle your spectacles on your nose, and open the news of the world. Roast beef in Yorkshire, or roast pork and applesauce, followed by followed up by suet pudding and driven home, as it were, by a cup of mahogany brown tea, have put you in the right mood. Your pipe is drawing sweetly. The sofa cushions are soft underneath you. The fire is well alight. The air is warm and stagnant. In these blissful circumstances, what is it that you want to read about? Naturally, a murder. Mm -hmm. George Orwell, commenting on news of the world. All right, uh, we'll see you next with a um, new moon, cancer new moon update. Probably going to do that tonight. Thank you again for your interest, for subscribing uh, through the Substack. Planet Waves has never had more readers, except, for example, in the Daily Mail when I work for Jonathan Kaner, which kind of doesn't count in this context. All right, lots of love, and bye for now.